changing my mindset and being positive could always be worse was kind of another mantra that I had that stay after it and it could always be worse. Slowly but surely, I started to kind of get out of this tunnel. A lot of times I took two steps forward and then I took three or four steps back. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. Hey friends, what's up? I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 141, episode number 238. Thank you so much for being here. I'm always excited. I'm never not gonna say it. I really don't take it for granted that I can have such an awesome podcast following. (laughs) Seriously, this is Monday. Monday is the best day of the week. Every day is the best day of the week. And this is a phenomenal conversation. So this one is more of storytelling. I wanted to have a little bit of a different podcast this time. My guest today is Chris Gingrich. He was in the Navy for almost 18 years as a dive tech. He was a instructor at Buds. He also served at DevGrew. And he has a very powerful story. So what I wanted him to do was tell his story. So I didn't ask as many probing questions. I wanted him to walk us through his story. He had an incredible story, worked at a lot of the pinnacle places of the Navy, and he also has some unfortunate things happen. So I wanted him to describe his journey and his dark moments, how he came out of those dark moments and how he's helping other people. And he just so perfectly tells his story and is vulnerable in a good way with the intentions of helping us grow. So As you listen to these, I always hope you do this, but as you listen to this episode, think about in your own life, if you have been stuck and you don't think you can move forward because you are attached to the identity of something negative that's happened in your life and you can't move on, think about that. Our stories may always not be the same as the people that we hear, and that's fine. That what makes us human, that what makes us individuals and unique, but listen to them and think about how they got out of the deep, dark holes that they were in and then how they're helping other people. And more than often, we find that by helping other people as we are helping ourselves, that we continue to grow and we can grow quicker. So remember, you can find this episode on christophlewis.com forward slash podcast on any of your favorite podcast app, and you can head over to YouTube and watch the conversations. Subscribe over there. That would be super awesome, super helpful. If you share this with a friend for that, I would be so appreciative of. And just thank you so much for listening to this episode. There's another 237 other episodes out there. I really appreciate it. March is a good month. It's the two-year anniversary of the podcast. So thank you so much for two awesome long years. Without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast. Great, your career. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me. And uh, yeah, it's good to be here. And and, uh, I'm excited to to get talking. Oh my God. I'm always excited. Always, always, always excited for these. And I'm especially excited to speak with you. And I don't always have a prior relationship with the people that I talk to on the podcast, but we've talked a few times already on the phone, off the podcast. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to go as far as to say, I think it's been beneficial for you as well. We've been talking about a lot of things. We've been talking about a lot of things that affected me, that affected you within our careers. We were both in the Navy and that's why I was like, you know what? Let's share your story. I want it 
to be shared in a way that would so vulnerably, if you would, share with us everything that is of what you've done with your career transition. You've had a relatively recent career transition. It may or may not have been favorable, and I'd like to get into that. And I always want to kind of break right here and remind the listeners that as much and as awesome as these stories are of these individuals, these guests that Chris is about to tell us, think about as he's saying these things, it may not be like your story. Your story and your life may be completely different than his, but what was his mindset through this? How did he get there? Maybe he got in less than favorable places, but how did he get out of that? And even though he may have felt low in those situations, what got him out of that? And then what is he doing to continue that? And how is he helping other people now? So those are some of the things that I want to get into it. So before we get into the rest of everything I just described, please introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, Chris Gingrich. Um, yeah, I came into the Navy uh, in 2001 um, after a really brief stint in college. Uh, played soccer in college for a little while. And, uh, you know, at the time, school wasn't for me and uh, was just really immature and just wasn't ready for it. And, uh, yeah, I uh, came back home and worked just different jobs to kind of find my niche. And uh, I came from a, a a family from the Navy as well. And, uh, they never, never really pressured me into, to going in, Mm -hmm. but you know, they were like, you know, find, look at all your options in the military. Like, don't just go into the Navy, you know, check out the army, check out the Marines, check out the air force and so on. And, and, uh, so that's what I did. And, uh, it ended up being that the Navy just ended up being for me and, and, you know, growing up around it, it was just kind of an easy, you know, uh, decision for me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, so I joined, uh, in 2001, I was like 25, I think. So I did everything I could to kind of just find my way, you know, around after college and and find my niche and and figure out where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to do and all this stuff. And finally in the Navy, um, 2001, uh, I went in a few months before the, uh, September 11th attacks and, um, so I was in uh, Corman A school at the time, and uh, you know we got the word that there were the uh, the attacks on the uh, World Trade Center, and mm-hmm. uh, you know of course the base is shut down, and, yeah. and we were kind of locked down for for a good week or two, I think. And uh, you know classes resumed, and uh, you know as best as 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 they could, and um, we kind of got word around that time that. You know, whatever we were contracted for, or whatever you know, us corpsmen were slotted for, um, all of uh, all of our contracts were canceled, mm. and so all of the the males, all the guys in my class, uh, all were sent to the Marine Corps. Wow. And so, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, the Marine Corps falls in the Department of the Navy, and so the Marine Corps uses uh, the Navy corpsmen, Navy medical personnel, and uh, religious personnel. Um, from then on, I got, I got sent to the Marines to uh, uh, 3-2 in uh, Camp Lejeune, and uh, a few months later was in Iraq. And uh, Damn, that, that's quick. That kicked, <laughs> yeah, that kicked off my uh, my end en- my entrance into the Navy really really quick. Uh, so I went in the Navy, went right to the Marine Corps, and then right to uh, right to Iraq for uh, six months, I think. Six, seven Goodness months. gracious. Yeah, man. So yeah, I was on the initial was on the initial push for that in uh, 2003. Uh, I think we left in January. We spent like um, maybe three weeks in Kuwait and then on into Iraq after that. And uh, yeah, quite the experience. And uh, would never ever change it for the world. Met some of the best 
best friends to this day I still keep in touch with and still talk to and vent to and uh and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Man. So that's important. Yeah. I actually Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know that the Navy could do that. So obviously the the Marines do fall under the Navy, but I didn't know that they could switch and be like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> we need you. Shit <laughs> shit has gone really south. We right. need you to go do this other thing. So that yeah. is pretty incredible and like brand new to the Navy. I don't think I you thought, no yeah, so I was going to say, like, I don't think you would have thought that was what happened. And then you would have, you would have just yeah. landed up in, in Iraq to be able to do that, man. So that's incredible. Right. So tell us more about, uh, so getting in there and getting in a very pivotal time in this nation and, and quite frankly, right. dare I say the world's history, you know, a lot of things changed on, on that yeah. day. And what, what happened after that, your time, during your time in the Navy, what, what else in your career or what else did your career consist of? Yeah. So, um, so I did my time with the Marines and decided that, uh, you know, I enjoyed every minute of it I, and I would never change it, but I wanted something a little bit more, um, demanding, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something to kind of push myself in a little bit more demanding of myself. And so I decided to go to uh, Navy dive school in, uh, in Panama city, Florida, so I spent six months in Panama City uh, going through dive dive training and, and dive medical technician training and graduated from there and went to an EOD unit out in San Diego um, where we did a lot of training, a lot, a lot of training, um, never ended up deploying with them. Um, and then from there went to, um, I got an invitation or an invite to screen at uh, Naval Special Warfare Development Group and uh screened there uh ended up uh making it through and getting a thumbs up and uh yeah i spent the next uh six years with uh our diving department there and uh was a dive dive med tech diver corpsman with uh, one of the squadrons there and then had five more deployments with them wow so uh yeah so um, I got there in 2007, I believe, and then uh, I spent the first year just going to schools and training and, you know, all that, trying to get uh, get spun up and get ready to uh, deploy with the squadrons. And, um, yeah, spent a year just training and being gone a lot. And yeah. uh, while I was going through that period uh, at, at Dev Group, um, I got married, uh, had a son, and then... Uh, right after my time there. So I, like I said, I did uh, six years there, uh, five more deployments. Um, and then I got orders to become a buds instructor. So I taught second phase, mm-hmm. uh, the dive medicine portion of sure. uh, second phase. buds, And then, um, unfortunately I got divorced and, um, that kind of led me down this kind of spiral, you know, yeah. is the best thing you could say is, uh, you know, I'm at this new command, um, you know, recently divorced or, or separated, going through divorce. And uh, that kind of, that's, I kind of think where everything started with that. Cause I didn't, I didn't manage it efficiently or correctly or what I thought would be the right way. I, I thought the way I was dealing with it was the right way. And it's, you know, how a lot of us, I think, deal with things by kind of shutting down, yeah. just, you know, getting right into work and, and yeah. you know, down and just yeah, that's what i was gonna yeah. ask how you dealt with it incorrectly at first you know right yeah so um so yeah i i you know unfortunately uh i i did some i did my fair share of drinking and um you know unfor- or fortunately you know i didn't 
really get in any trouble or didn't get, you know, reprimanded for anything and, and everything was good. And so um, I left there after three years of teaching buds and um, went to um, Naval Hospital Portsmouth. So I never had a hospital in my career. And that was kind of one of the, the checkoffs that I needed uh, to advance and, and uh, further my career. And so I got there and still hadn't dealt with the, uh, the divorce and, and all that stuff and, and being away from my son, who at the time was a year, a year old. And, uh, you know, I was in a new place. I didn't really want to be there. I didn't like it. I wasn't around, you know, my people or the people that I had been around for, you know, yeah. the better part of the last decade. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, it just, I just kept going downhill. I started drinking more cause I was just unhappy with where I was at and, uh, what I was doing. And, um, you know, they weren't, I didn't have the same like-minded people around me. You know, they were people yeah. at the hospital who, you know, some of them could really give a shit that they were there and some of them were happy to be there. And that, and that's, that's great. More power to you. And I'm not trying to, you know, downplay anybody's job there, but you know, the, the people that, you know, I worked with at the time or that, or, you know, that last decade prior were, you know, guys that wanted to, you know, uh, operate and work at a higher level with, with people who wanted to do other things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's what I went to diving for. And that's why I, I went into this special operations community and, um, I felt like I had something to give and something to offer. And, and, uh, you know, I put myself out there and, and, and did that. And so, um, so yeah, so unfortunately that led to a, uh, a DUI that I got mm -hmm. while I was there and uh, I was at 17 and some change and uh, was separated from the Navy at 17 and a half years and a huge, huge blow, obviously to, uh, to me, my career, my, uh, my identity, um, which I know that I've heard, uh, I've heard people on your podcast talk, um, yeah. several times on yeah. like leaving the military and then yeah. you know, losing yeah, that identity that we, all, yeah. that we all have, you know, and yeah. I think that was a huge part of, uh, my, my lack of transition, or maybe that kept me from transitioning positively or in, in, in a, in a, a more confident mm. way, I guess. So yeah, so my whole identity or what I felt like was my identity was I was this corpsman, I was a dive med tech, I was with Dev Group, I was with, you know, I was at Buds, um, you know, I was with EOD, I did all these amazing things and, and went to all these amazing schools and worked with people that, I mean, you know, were, were way, way above where I could ever be and was very, very fortunate to be where I was at and work with the people that I worked with. I lost my identity. I lost, you know, who I was and what I was doing and, and, um, and all that, I, you know, and, and I had a really, really hard time. And, and that led me to, um, a really, really dark place. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I didn't want to be around anymore. I felt like, you know what, I, I disappointed myself. I, you know, it was a huge disappointment to my friends and family and the people I worked with. And, you know, after all these things, you know, we have this, you know, we have this thing in the military that, you know, you can do a thousand great, great things, but, you know, you fuck up that one time and that's all everybody remembers, you know? It's true. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, uh, so that's, that's, you know, that's what kind of went through my head all the time was like, you know, I did all these really great things and really cool things. And, and, uh, but it was that one thing, that one decision that I made that, 
you know, ruined it for, you know, the rest of my, my time, you know, and, and, um, so I was in this really dark place for a while and, and I just could not seem to shake it. And, um, finally my family kind of recognized a lot of, uh, symptoms and things in me that, that I was talking about and that I was doing and, and you know, that I was more or less hinting around to, or, yeah. you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, they, uh, they kind of, they really helped me out. And then, you know, my son obviously was a huge impact on, on yeah. these, uh, those decisions or, or, uh, the, the, you know, better part of those decisions. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't not be around for him and, and I couldn't not be the father that I always wanted to be and, and dreamed of being and teaching him all these things about becoming a man and, and, um, you know, mistakes that we make and, and, um, and, and overcoming them. And, that's kind of where I started to work on this, this headspace mindset thing that, that I, I really try to, I, I focus more on now and um, you know, had read a lot of, you know, some stoicism and I had been reading a lot of Wim Hof at the time. And, um, and, you know, those two things together just kind of, they clicked for me. They, mm. they made sense and they were things that were just like very easy to comprehend and just kind of like, wow, that, you know, these things that Marcus Aurelius said that were just like, yes, like light bulbs, you know, just everything, you know? And, um, so I did a lot of reading of, of, uh, stoicism and Marcus Aurelius and, uh, and, you know, the Wim Hof and, and a lot of breathing and meditation and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, believe it or not, that's, that's what worked for me that and in wanting to wanting to change, like I had yeah. to want yeah. to come out of that, that hole, you know what I mean? And, and, um, you know, at the time, um, uh, I was also a, a, a really, you know, getting really, really, um, into ultra running and, um, I was doing really well and, uh, you know, training and races, I was doing better at every race and my training was really good. And, um, you know, it was just, I enjoy, I love doing it. And, um, and then I fell into this hole and I didn't want to do anything. Like I, I just, Oh, wow. sat at home and I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody and, and all that. And, you know, again, you know, I, I want, I, I just, I don't know. It was just something clicked that I wanted to be there and I, I needed to, I wasn't one to give up easy just from where I had been, you know, all these places that I had been, you know, giving up and quitting was, was kind of never an option at the time or, you know, in those communities. Sure. And so I was like, you know what? you know, I had to kick myself in the ass and, and, and kind of get out of it. And so I just really worked on changing my mindset and being positive and, you know, it could always be worse was kind of another mantra that I had that, you know, stay after it and, and it could always be worse. And, um, slowly, but surely I started to kind of, you know, get out of this tunnel. Um, now I, you know, a lot of times I take two steps forward and then I take three or four steps back, but yeah you know, that, that's what, that's life. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what happens and, and that's life. And, and you have to adjust and, you know, like, you know, you have to be flexible and you have to look at all your options and you have to adjust and, 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 and then roll with it. And that's what I did. So I decided, um, you know, after uh, my separation in Virginia beach, I left and, uh, I moved my son and his mom was in Tennessee mm -hmm. or were in Tennessee. And so I, I left and packed up and I moved here to Tennessee and, um, you know, this was kind of like this, 
you know, I, I kind of looked at it as like this new chapter, so to speak, that, you know what, this last chapter, this last decade or, or 17 years was this one chapter that, you know, I wrote and I lived and I did and, and you know, whatever. And I made this mistake. I made this decision um, that led to this mistake. And you know what? I got to adjust and I got to fix it and I got to turn it around and hopefully live this next chapter just as good, if not better than that last chapter. Love and that. Um, you know, I'm, you know, and everybody writes their own chapters. So like, you know, and I've, I've, I'm sure people have heard this before where, you know, you, you are the author of your own book, you know, and, and you're the author and, and, and how your life goes or how your chapters go is, is all up to you. And, you know, I, 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 planted that seed where I wasn't going to let this keep me from doing other great things or leading a life that was just as good or just as um, fulfilling as what I had been doing. And um, so, yeah, that was, I moved here and I moved here on a Friday and I signed up to go back to school and I started classes on the next Tuesday, like five days later. Nice. And yeah, so I, I moved here and I, you know, I, I, I just hit it. I hit the ground running and, um, you know, I was like, I, and my good friends know that I'm not a school person. Like I don't like school. I would much rather be doing something else, but, um, you know, it was just, I, it's just what it is now. You know, you have to have a degree, you have to go back to school. That's what you know people like. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to, you know, and, and I think that's helped with this mindset, this change of mindset that I had as well, where it was like, I don't want to do it, but I'm doing it and I'm going to succeed and I'm going to do the best I can. And I'm, I'm going to graduate. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing now. And for the last uh, year and a half, I've been in school and, um, uh, pursuing a kinesiology degree. So since I've been here and, and, uh, one of my professors who taught, um, you know, an injury prevention class, one of the, you know, one of these, one of my basic courses that I needed to take for kinesiology, um, is, uh, one of, was one of the head athletic trainers here at the school. And, um, we got to talking one day and, you know, I told him about my, my past and, and, you know, being a corpsman in the military and working with special operations. And, um, you know, he invited me to come to the training room and to kind of, uh, you know, kind of check out what they do and, you know, give him some feedback on what we would do differently or what would I have done differently or, you know, that kind of thing. And so um, that led into an introduction to one of the sports doctors here who introduced me to the baseball coach at the school who's really into a um, uh, very non-traditional way of, of training and okay. uh, mindset type stuff. Yeah, it was really, really interesting and really, really cool and fun to talk to him. Um, but, uh, the baseball coach here was like, you know what, I would love to have you come out and talk to the team about, you know, what you did and, you know, not to go into details, but just like, how would you relate to these kids here in, in school? These, these athletes, you know, what you did, you know, with the teams or, you know, a dev group or, you know, whatever, you know, how could you relate the two? How are they the same? And to put some perspective to them and, and give it to them. And, so I was all for it and, uh, came out one day and, and, you know, they were, they were awesome. They were very, very welcoming and, and, um, they were, uh, very inquisitive and asked a lot of questions about what I did and, and things nice. that were, you know, 
situations that, you know, what we would do in a situation that they might be in and, and so on. And, and um, the coach then asked me to come back and the players wanted me to come back and talk to them. So I've been doing that for almost, almost weekly. Last semester, I talked to them almost weekly um, just about just different things, uh, teamwork and honor and integrity. And, and I think by doing that, it helped me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Helps me kind of get through this, you know, these, these things that I was kind of still fighting and still, you know, kind of, you know, butting my head against, you know, with this, with, with that. And I think it helped, uh, it's, it has helped for sure. Um, you know, by talking to them about all these things that, you know, I had maybe forgotten because I was in this place yeah. that, you know, I was in this negative place, I was in this negative mindset. And, yeah. um, and uh, it was, uh, it was really rewarding and uh, fulfilling and, and, uh, you know, really therapeutic, I would say as well. And um, so, yeah, so uh, I've been doing that for the last semester. I've talked to the team a couple of times this year. They started the season and they're, uh, I'm super excited that they're seven and one now, I think. Nice. So huge, huge. Um, yeah, I'm super proud of them. <laughs> super proud of them. Yeah. And uh, uh, not to say that I had anything to do with it, but, you know, maybe, you know, one of the guys has taken something that I said and applying it. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. You know that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I've, they've invited me to a couple of games and, you know, hung out with them and, and uh, you know, How kind special of is that? get them ready, get, get ready to roll and, uh, and get out there and, and yeah, some games. yeah, no, I, I love this. And, and what I love, uh, there's so many things here, but about you're sharing your story. I'm very large on sharing stories with the intentionality of helping other people, just how you described us more recently. And, and which is of your story is, is helping these kids right that are on the baseball team. So yeah. What and I, again, I I'm I'm going to say to the listeners here is th- this is this is Chris's story and I, I wanted to have this episode a little bit different to where you kind of told your story and I wanted to kind of stick out of it a little bit more and just because why it's so important is because sometimes just we need to hear a good story and sometimes a good story has some really tough parts. And I love that you've been able to articulate yourself through these vulnerable moments in your life that, you know, you really weren't maybe proud of or you didn't feel good of or it just was not a good time in your life. But what's so amazing about your story is that, number one, like I said, is you're starting to share that story right now with me, with these other people, and you're being able to do that. And you so you're learning yourself and it's helping you pull yourself out of this. So we can experience bad things in our lives, but that's not the end unless you choose it to be the end. One of the things you said earlier is that you wanted to change and you made the decision to change. So yeah, we can succumb to the darkness at times. And I think it's okay to an extent to really feel those emotions and understand why am I feeling this way? But the fact that you stopped at least for a brief moment and asked yourself, and I want to change, you know, do I want to change? Yes, I want to change. And then you found what worked for you, like the Wim Hof method and the other readings that you had. So you found what worked for you. You tailored it towards yourself. You didn't give up. You kept on going. You moved towards your family. Like you did all these things. So like you, Mm -hmm. and and like you said, it's, it's, we joked about the military, like keying down on one thing that you screwed up on. But I mean, you did have a a phenomenal career. You worked at the pinnacle of the military in your profession. And that's very important. And this one thing, even though you're not proud of it, doesn't define your entirety of your life. And I guarantee right. you, me, other people that are listening to this, 
they have things in their lives that they feel as if they've screwed up a certain place and it's so defining of who they are as a person and that's not the case it's it's who you continue to be and what you take from that and then i just love everybody knows i i love highlighting people that help other people and you're doing just that man i love that yeah yeah and and you know the other thing too is that like i'm in this place now i'm in i'm in a new state a new place that these people don't have a clue you know me walking around campus like have no clue who i am what i did where i was what happened my story like they don't know any of it and so yeah. For me to focus on like my identity to other people or yeah. to, you know, that kind of thing, it like, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, my identity is, is who I am. And, you know, that one thing, like you said, isn't going to be the defining thing for me. I'm not going to let it. Sure. And, um, you know, and, and again, like I said earlier is, you know, I'm going to write this chapter, like this chapter is starting off very difficult, but I know where I want it to go and I'm going to try to, I'm going to write it in that direction. I'm going to, you know, go in that direction that I want it to go in a positive way. And, and, you know, and I don't think that, you know, everything is going to be, you know, fucking rainbows and unicorns from here on out by any means, but, but, you know, I know that (laughs) maybe, maybe. (laughs) yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, fingers crossed, but you know, I, I know it's not. And, um, and I know that, what I got through and I didn't succumb to it, that's given me so much more confidence as well that I was able to, I was able to overcome, you know, these things that were trying to keep me down or, you know, or my mind was trying to keep me down, you know, and I, I, I want, I don't want it to, like, I want to move forward and I want to, you know, get up that, get up those steps, you know, so to speak. And so, um, yeah, so I, I, I want it. And, uh, I think that's, you know, I think that's really kind of the biggest thing is that, you know, if you want it, if you want it bad enough and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's going to be a struggle, there are going to be struggles along the way. And, you know, the one struggle, you, you know, you just can't give up and, mm-hmm. and you have to want to do it. You have to change your mindset and, you know, whatever, whatever types of things work for you. Like for me, it's, you know, it's some Wim Hof a little bit and, you know, maybe some readings or a quote of the day or, you know, even listening to one of your podcasts, like I've listened to, you know, a few of your podcasts <laughs> yeah. and, and some guests and, and like, you know, I've been like, wow, yes, that's, that's exactly it. That yeah, That's yeah. exactly what I'm doing. And, you know, maybe somebody articulates it a, bit, a little bit better than, than me or, or d- differently. Yeah. You know, sure. But yeah, you know, and you know, I'm always trying to learn from other people and, uh, you know, especially now that, you know, as you get older, just like, you know, life throws curves at you that when you're younger, you know, you just can't, yeah, okay, cool. You know, yeah, that sucks. And, you know, on to the next day, but like, you know, as an adult, like things, you know, these curveballs are a little, yeah, dude. they're a little bit more tough to, I don't uh, bend like I used to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little harder to rebound off of, and yeah. so, uh, so yeah, so you know, I, 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 I think it's just been very therapeutic to you know talk to you yeah. like you know offline and yeah, yeah. some of these guys, um, you know, on the baseball team that really don't know my story at all. I mean, they might now, but you know, they don't know my story. They don't. They know that I was at that group, and they know that I taught at Buds, and you know, they know that you know this brief history, but they don't know me. Mm-hmm. You know my career type thing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, to them, that's my identity and, you know, to other people, you know, I have an identity too, but again, 
you know, my identity is what I want it to be. Exactly. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to write it the way that I want it to go. Hell yeah, man. That's such a powerful yeah. way to end this episode. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing that. And one of the things, so many good things here, but identity and I know, and you, and you said it yourself and, and a lot of guests with the military background have keyed down and honed down on their identity. And that's understandable because it takes so much to get to some of those positions that some of these people have had within the military. And it's understandably so that there is a certain identity attached to that. And when you leave, you're right. Nobody knows that shit. They have no idea what it means. Maybe they know of it, but they have no idea what it took. The type of you know brotherhood that's there, or sisterhood, or what whatever's going on there. They don't they don't understand that, and that's fine. They don't need to. But I think what you said is very important: is that you are and you are the identity of who you make it out to be, of who you are in this moment, and be proud of what you did. Be proud of who you were. Inversely, there could be an identity that you are attached to that you're not proud of, and that's fine. You can shed that skin too. Totally cool. you know. And you can be holding on to what you're proud of, and you can shed what you're not proud of. It's still there. You've clearly learned from it. So this is why this continues to be such a great episode. It's because of these things, and you've come out of the darkness, You've been able to teach other people and it's just, it's just going to get better. And you're right. It's not always going to be good. It's going to be that bumpy ride. Like it may still be a couple two steps forward, four steps back or some shit like that. But at least you keep on, you know, it's like the boxing, you get hit down, you get back up and you got to keep moving, man. So I really appreciate it. But before we get out of here for the night, can you please tell us how we can contact you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Instagram, uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram. It's a CM. G-I-N-G, uh, that's my personal, and it's private, so just shoot me a, a message or, or um, you know, request, and I'll, I'll uh, try to accept it, but uh, email is uh, gingrichcm uh, at gmail. Awesome, well, you all will be able to find all that stuff, as always, in the show notes, you'll be able to find all the Instagram accounts, all that goodness. Again, thank you so much, man, this has been an absolute pleasure. I love that we kind of broke the mold of a little bit of what I typically do. I want it to be less active and I wanted you to just, I wanted you to tell your story. And I know we barely touched the surface on which is your life, but we hit a lot of good things. It was very powerful. So thanks so much and have a great rest of your night. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me and uh, have a good one. See ya.